Welcome to Two for Brew. This is a podcast where the two of us, I, Todd, and you, Tobin, we go out and do the hard work of tasting beer in the Inland Empire and telling you where you can get some of the best beer. We do want to remind you that this podcast discusses adult beverages in detail and is intended for those of legal drinking age. Please drink responsibly, and if you think you have a drinking problem, go to aa.org for more information. How you doing, Tobin? I'm good, and I'm so excited about today's episode. We yeah. had a bunch of people that we met at different places and listeners saying, hey, you got to go check out this place called the Stout House over in Upland. And they're yeah. located at 1294 West 9th Street in Upland, California. And I have to tell you, you know, I wish – this is a really good place. Yeah, not and, particularly convenient for either one of us. Nope. But but – you know, and I wish they were worth, closer to home, but maybe it's a good thing they're not because worth, they were <laughs> worth the drive, though. Yeah, you know, I absolutely. Get, I, get, I get why people were talking about this place. I do too. My my goodness, we had an experience a little different from our usual yeah. year outing. Yeah. Um, well, first and, we got to clear the air. It's not just stouts. Yeah. So it's not just the Stout House. That's the name, but they've got a whole plethora. That's a plethora, people, of beer um, that are quite tasty. And, and lots of different styles, all done with a very deft hand. And and, and uh, that deft hand would be Seth, who is the uh, owner, uh, brewer, operator. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a, a great job he's doing over there. Uh, yeah. Got to meet his whole family. The wife and kids were there. Yeah. His staff, his staff is great. Um, it was a lot of just, fun. Super nice yeah, people. Gave us a really good experience. Now, yeah. Uh, this is kind of a medium-sized brewery. Would you would you agree with that, Todd? Yeah. In fact, actually, the brewing area is relatively small. Yeah. Um, you know the way they're set up in their space. Um, you know, overall, the 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 tasting room and they've got chairs and stuff outside. And it was a, a bit of a crisp night, but they um, as the evening wore on, more and more people came outside, yeah. and uh, and so you know they had a fairly good crowd there. And because we we get there early, and so we always get there, and it's like there's nobody there because we always get there, you know, early when they open, and people a lot of people aren't even off work uh, when we first arrive. But yeah. you know, by the yeah. time we leave, um, you know, there was a there was a a good crowd, and uh, yeah, and it's amazing the amount of stuff on the menu that comes out of such oh. a small brewing area because, well, I mean, their brewing area is. I mean, while while I would say it's a medium sized business, the brewing area is actually relatively petite for that. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, and, um, and they had a menu uh, um, that was just massive uh, yeah. compared to some place we've been. Uh, uh, lots mm-hmm. and lots of taps, and yeah. and this is going to be a slightly longer episode than normal. So you know, strap your seatbelts on, folks. Uh, normally we try mm-hmm. eight to ten beers most places we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had fourteen at yeah. the Stout House, um, and I just want to say this for our listeners. That doesn't mean we had 14 pints. We, no, we get the little tasters. We share them. Yeah, you know, we have tastes of glass, and some of these we had yeah. one or two, uh, you know, mouthfuls, and that was it. Um, yeah. You know, because we we want to taste more than one beer, and we want to be able to distinguish. You know, we had a bottle of water. We were we were sipping water in between the beers too. So yeah, uh, you know, to cleanse the palate so that we could really um, understand. But, but they the had so flavors. many good beers to choose from. We could have kept going. There was probably at least another dozen beers on the menu that we could have tried. Um, and we didn't, so we, we, tried oh, yeah. 14. there was still a bunch we hadn't yeah, got to. That was plenty. <laughs> that yeah. was plenty. In addition, they also have uh, sodas, which they brew. And as I, mm-hmm. I think I mentioned at the front end, we just missed their third anniversary. Uh, it was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And yeah. as a result, they were uh, low on stock on some things. They didn't have any of their sodas in. They had sodas in a cooler, um, you know, you could buy, you know, brand name sodas, but their, yeah. uh, homebrewed root beer and other stuff, was just they were just out, uh, and they said, you know, it'll all be back up and, and in stock here shortly. It's just they just got slammed because they had a, a really successful anniversary celebration. And congrats to them on that. So, so we basically got two sets of flights, uh, mm-hmm. and their flights were six beers each. And then we added in a couple extra beers at the end, where they came over and said, "Hey, you should yeah. try this. You should try." Well, you went back because there was one you yeah. specifically wanted to try. Well, they had two barrel-aged beers that they won't yeah. put in flights, and they only serve in an eight-ounce glass. Um, and they had they and a couple other people asked, "Hey, have you tried those?" You know, I was like, "So when you get other other people, you know, who are who are they are not employees, saying, have you tried one of those?'" You know, it's like, "Well, okay." So I looked at them and, and picked one and tried that as well. Um, yeah. 
The one thing I got to say just across the board is very distinctive flavors. Each beer had its own character. There wasn't a sense of this is kind of their wheelhouse and everything falls into that. You know, regardless of what they're brewing, everything sort of has that same, you know, this is what this brewery does that they did not do fall into that trap at all. No, Um, very, very distinct flavors for each style, for each very specific beer. Yeah. Uh, a lot of nuance, a lot of skill. And that, again, shout mm-hmm. out to Seth, who who was the brewer. He, I thought he did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Well, and in fact, he, he was, you know, uh, pretty proud of the fact that he said, you know, we do it the old-fashioned way. We don't take the shortcuts. Our loggers are yeah. actually, you know, they, they take longer, and, and they're, they're lagered. They have to be stored. You know, it just it takes longer. You use lager yeast. You don't use, you know, any quick yeasts. You don't, uh, you know, play around with temperatures in order to speed things up. You, you do it the way it's supposed to be done. Um, And he talked about, uh, you know, traveling through Europe and and, you know, really getting a feel for these different styles. uh, And you can see that in the care that he takes in his brews. Well, and I think his wife and maybe he said it as well, that he does like a a yearly outing where he goes Mm -hmm. to Germany and to Europe and to some Mm -hmm. of these places. Yeah, he talked about being in England and Scotland as well. Not not that long ago. I wasn't sure on the specific year, but uh yeah, he, he does that. He does that fairly frequently, so that he's staying up with with what what the practices are, and and right. he gets a taste of 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 what he wants, and then can figure out to go from there. You know, so it's, yeah, I, I like it. The guy's really putting some effort in. Yeah, he absolutely just like, just like is, we yeah. work hard for our listeners, Todd. He's working hard for his he, he his is. customers too. Yeah, you know, and, and most of our brewers that we visited, are, you know, they they work hard, but but uh, yeah, you know, he he clearly has a special talent and he's and he's he's applying it in lots of different ways so the i guess the the underlying thing before we talk start talking about beers is you know if you're not a huge fan of stouts don't feel like you're going to have to go there and that's all they have there's lots of options and we we kind of tried to i mean we obviously the stout house that's their name so we we tried a couple different stouts and porters which you know is is a is a stout as well i mean it's in the family and um and so it was kind of a, you know, we did that, but we also wanted to make sure that we kind of went across the board and tried some of the other things because they had so many different things to choose from. Yeah. So, so I got I got there a little before you did, Todd. And, and the first thing I noticed when I walked in was their festive decor. And in fact, they were just putting up some of their Christmas decorations mm-hmm. and really trying to get into that spirit. And I went back to their Facebook page today and I looked at some of their pictures and they've added even more decor and stuff and so it's uh-huh. very festive looking inside uh they had music playing the whole time there was a foosball game up in the front and they had lots of uh, uh board games available for people who want to play and for instance um uh, uh different nights during the week they have different events so they'll have like the uh trivia night and football yeah. night you know different different things yeah. going on. yeah just inside the door on the right they've got a calendar up on the wall Tells you, uh, you know, who the f- food uh, vendors are going to be there on which days, and what kind of events are going on. So you can always kind of take a look at that and and plan, you know, when you want to be there if you want to take part in anything, or if you know there's a vendor you really like in terms of food. Yeah, um, and they have um, a, a, a program for their regular um, class customers called the Mug Club. Yeah, and you notice that right away. Yeah, well, that's something that's done in uh, in a lot of German beer halls. And if you've ever been to um, the uh, Hofbrau House, they've got one in, um, in in Las Vegas, and I know there's others around the country. There might be one in L.A. somewhere. But the uh, Hofbrau House is a traditional German beer hall, and you know each location is set up like that. They basically replicate the German beer halls in Munich, and uh, you know you 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 can basically locker your stein there you have a personal stein at the beer hall and you come and they pour in your glass and uh and they've done the same thing which is um you know very traditional again way of doing things i thought that was kind of cool yeah very nice very nice yeah if we lived closer i'd have a stein on the wall but um you know upland's a bit of a drive right Um, so 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 i just to give a little side note here i got invited over on uh sunday to a, a special event at Three Iron Brewing, and they have uh, a club for their members, and they also have uh, uh, steins that mm-hmm. they keep on the wall. And uh, I said to my wife when I got home, I said, uh, maybe uh, that would be a nice Christmas present, uh, you know, join the yeah. club. Because 
Three Irons right around the corner from me. It's, it's yeah, my that's, closest. That's, uh, that's your neighborhood place. So yeah, and I like I like mm-hmm. the beers there too. So yep. you know, I like that places are doing that. I think that's kind of a nice yeah. little thing to do for your locals, for your sure your regulars. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, let's that's let's talk fun. about beer, Todd. Beer. We had beer. We had lots that of good. We beer. did. Yeah. So first up was a two penny porter. Two penny porter was uh, five point seven uh, ABV. And a 29 IBU, so, uh, you know, kind of middle of the pack um, yep. uh, alcohol content and uh, not terribly bitter is what you expect here. And yeah. uh, it was a um, kind of a yellow porter. It was a hazy color, um, mm-hmm. and I thought it was very pleasant. There was a slight sour smell and taste to it on the front end, but very clean finish, very drinkable glass of beer. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, I thought it kind of had a, a hoppy sort of citrus smell at the front end. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a really crisp, you know, start to the beer, and then a little bitter mid taste, but it quickly rolled into a really nice smooth finish. And I thought, right. okay, this is this is a nice starter. You know, yeah. this was a good a good beer to start with. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people, um, you know, when you think porter, you think dark brown beers, and yep. this was not a dark brown beer. It was a golden beer. You know, um, well, and he talked to us about yeah. that. Um, he mm-hmm. mentioned something about this is a traditional style that, right. uh, that they do. Yeah. 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 I, I, mean, I gave it an overall three and a half. I was pleased with that. It was clearly better than, than an average drink. And, um, and I, yeah, I, you know, I, again, I thought it was a great start. I'm with you. I gave it a three and a half as well. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was mm-hmm. a, uh, the, the good beer to start with. I, I always like it when we get a good one up front. If I get a, if the first one's not good, I always get like sets really the tone, doesn't it? And it you know does. that's a little dangerous for us because we have a tendency to sometimes start with the lighter beers. And if yeah. you know if if that if that house you know specializes in in maybe more flavorful beers, you know a lighter beer might not be the best thing to start with. This time we yeah. actually kind of did it backwards. We left we some of the non stouts and porters for later. Next up was the smoked porter. Now, this was a dark brown beer. Um, it was very dark. And it smelled smoky. I mean, it smelled smoky. It was The taste was smoky throughout. You know, you yep. could tell it was a smoked beer. But it still had the same clean clean finish, It, uh, it although it had that, that lingering smoke. I mean, the smoke just, you know, infiltrated the whole thing. I thought that, for me, that was a three and a half as well. It was, you know, it was a um, uh, a delicious beer. Completely different personality than the penny porter. So this this one was a really different hit for me. Um, Six point eight percent ABV, thirty four IBU. Right. Um, again, the nice smoky smell, and I, I got the coffee notes. And I made a comment to myself that that it, it struck me as what I called a breakfast beer, in that I got a sense of like bacon and coffee. You know, really? and the smoke the smokiness I think gave me that bacon feel. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, but it was a I, I felt like it was slightly burnt and. But it passed quickly, right? And so I thought, okay, this beer is a good representation um, of how to get smoke flavor into a beer. But I was, it was, I, I didn't feel like this is something that I was going to maybe want like a big pint of. This would be like a beer that I would just want the little taster of. Yeah. Um, well, breakfast beer is not where I would have gone with that. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. And for me, you know, I mean, I, I like smoke ribs and, and do that kind of yeah. stuff. And I, you know, and so I don't necessarily think of bacon when I think of smoky stuff. And so to me, yeah. I didn't, I didn't go there with it. Well, I didn't, um, I didn't give it a bad score. I gave it a uh-huh. three, which is a, which right. is a, a oh, yeah. above average. Yeah. But I just, I just didn't feel like this was, mm-hmm. you know, because of the smokiness, it, it, I felt like I didn't want, I, it's not something I wanted a full pint of. Yeah, it was know? significantly different than the Penny Porter, which we had just had. Yes, um, and a much heavier. Um, you know, the smokiness kind of gives it a heavier taste yeah. to it. You know, um, uh, and because it had such a strong personality, yeah, you'd be careful with what you wanted to have with it. But I could see that with, um, again, with like German food. You know, something heavy uh-huh. like you know sausages and and schnitzel and uh, or maybe oh, barbecue or barbecue, something yeah. like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. So the so. next beer, Todd, was kind of an interesting one for me. It was a peanut butter stout, six point three percent ABV, thirty IBU. I thought this one was exceptionally smooth and drinkable, and I loved that it had that sort of soft peanut butter smell mm-hmm. and a really gentle flavor. And I think that you know peanut butter is one of those things that can really overwhelm a beer. I've had I've had people uh-huh. who've done peanut butter before, and you just feel like you're drinking the peanut butter. This was just so light 
and right. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was yum. Uh, uh, really light carbonation. Um, I gave this one a four. It just really went down smooth for me. That's interesting because uh, I had the I had more of the reaction you did with the previous one, and that this is something <laughs> that I would not want a whole lot of. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a glass. It was to me kind of sweet and a dessert beer. I kind of got a sense of breadiness in there, which you know is great. The the mm-hmm. uh, in fact, to me, I made notes of like graham cracker or sweet bread. Uh, oh, okay. You know, kind of liquefied, but it was, um, you know, it for, for me this was like Christmas night beer. You know, okay, yeah, with your yeah. feet by the fireplace, kind of thing. Um, but that said, the sweetness I thought was kind of a little um, overwhelming. Again, I didn't think it was a bad beer. I gave it three. Um, in that, you know, I, I mean, I'm half point lower than the others, but it's, you know, yeah. it was, it was, um, you know, and again, we talk about order of drinking, but it, the, the the peanut peanut butter and that the sweetness from the peanut butter was very prominent in this. Yeah, yeah, and and this was an interesting one because. Um, we actually had a mislabeled on our, our um, cart. Right. And so when we drank this one, we first thought we were actually drinking a different beer. But yeah. we're both commenting on, well, this has got a lot of peanut butter. And then when we drank mm-hmm. the next one, which had no peanut butter, we realized right. oh, the two had been Well, switched. I didn't say peanut butter. I was just talking sweetness at that point. It was like, this oh. is really sweet. This is supposed to be a triple stout. I was like, this, this is odd. Yeah. But then, then when we tasted the triple stout, we we're like, wait a minute. That, this, that was the peanut butter. That's why it tasted that way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it made perfect sense then. Um, it did. Yeah. Yeah. It Speaking did. of well, which, Triple Stout. The, yeah. the Triple Stout. 6.1 ABV, 34 IBU. Um, I thought that this was one of the few that had a, the finish was just a little strange for me. After, and maybe it was just, again, after the peanut butter. You know, and again, you got to keep that in mind when you're tasting beers that are that have very strong flavors. You know, and I'm trying to sip some water in between to cleanse my palate. But I yeah. thought that, you know, that the uh, start was really good. Um, and, uh, you know, it kind of just hangs in the throat. Uh, I felt it was more drinkable than the peanut butter, mostly because it wasn't, um, you know, as, as sweetness that I thought was pervasive in the peanut butter one. Um, uh, but the, the finish, there was something just kind of caught in my throat a little bit. And, um, you know, I mean, it was a 3.5. I thought it was better than the peanut butter for, for me. Um, but, uh, um, uh, you know, it, it, like I said, it was there was something the finish wasn't wasn't exactly what i wanted um but again that's part of the style too it's a stronger beer and you know and so that dark beer is going to have uh you know some some uh flavor characteristics that you wouldn't get with some of the other uh styles this this was a darker beer a thicker Mm -hmm. beer um it had a nice head on it um it definitely was a stronger stout um uh i i agree with you i i had a hard time getting a scent or a smell off it and maybe that's because of the scent mm-hmm. of the peanut butter from the the one before and i just mm-hmm. was like my my sniffer was maybe a little off i don't know mm-hmm. but um i agree with you i thought it had a really nice front end that that initial flavor was really good right um but then the mid to finish just didn't quite line up for me and mm-hmm. um and so i gave it a 3 i i felt like it was a, a good representation mm-hmm. um but Something about the finish on it, it just didn't sit, it didn't hit, it didn't finish the way I wanted it to finish. Yeah, and, and again, that might be just tasting it after the peanut butter, but, yeah, exactly. um, you know, interesting to note, too, on our little color scale here, um, the last three beers, the smoked porter, the peanut butter stout, and the triple stout, all are sitting between a quarter and an eighth of an inch from uh, from black. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah. these were dark one, beers. Th- yeah. This one, I literally circled the darkest edge of that. that. Yeah line like the yeah. other two were just a little away from it this one yeah. i'm like on the edge this one i thought was darker and thicker yeah. it had just a slightly different yeah it, it it you know sometimes with dark beer they almost have like a syrupy kind of it, and it wasn't syrupy because mm-hmm. it didn't have that consistency but it just had a, a, enough a molassesness to them that yes. that, that you know is probably part imagination yes. but yeah yes. yeah yeah and well and the next two were really dark as well they were <laughs> you know there were two more <laughs> right there so we went to the dark side. Yeah, obsessed coffee disorder is the next one up. Um, this was an ABV of six point five, so we've gone up a little bit in alcohol. Uh, yep. th- Thirty four on the IBU, so that's kind of hanging around the same area. Yep. Um, you know, when I started tasting this, and again, granted, we've had a couple different strong beers. I didn't really get a coffee sense from it. But um, I felt like it was sort of a little bit milder version of the triple, that it finished better than the triple. Oh, yeah. Um, and as a result, you know, that it had that really strong personality. But for me, it was the my, my favorite so far in the drinking test. Um, this one I gave uh, a four and a half. I was pretty pleased with oh, that. Oh, wow. Okay. I liked it. 
So I gave this one a three and a half, and it's probably because I'm not a big coffee person. Yeah. But I, I will tell <laughs> I you. I think if they put coffee in the name, you are on guard to begin with. A little yeah. bit. But I'll yeah. tell you, as coffee beers go, this was a really good one in yeah. the sense that, you know, and we talked with the brewer afterwards, you know, and, and it's a lot about the selection of the, the beans and how you handle it through the process. There right. was no burnt flavor at all. And, yeah. and a lot of people, when they do the coffee, they get that kind of burnt coffee bean in there. And so yeah. I really give – I give big props because there was no burnt anything. Yeah, well, you're Super doing smooth. a dark beer, so you run the risk of having a, uh, a kind of a, a burnt taste to it because you've roasted the yeah. hops. And then yeah. you're putting coffee beans that have been roasted, presumably not even by you. The coffee beans are probably roasted by somebody yeah. else. And so, yeah, you've got to be you know real cautious in how you marry those. And I thought he did an exceptional job. I really I enjoyed did too. That. And- he carried, and here's where he carried it through. You know, it was the 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 start, mid, and finish of that flavor were all really solid. And yeah. and you know the 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 hit that we had on the triple before this was that it didn't finish right. This one, 100% all the way through, a really solid drink. Um, yeah. And I and I said to myself, if if I was a coffee drinker and a beer drinker, this would be the beer. I I think this would be yeah. really well liked. If you're someone and who did likes you, beer, did you coffee, feel like you noticed a lot of coffee in that too? Because I really didn't even notice that much coffee to it. It just it was I just knew mild. I liked the beer. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a mild, very mild coffee. And I thought again that he mm. could, for for someone who's not a big coffee coffee person, I thought he had a just the right balance for it. Right. You know. Yeah. If it had so not been called them, obsessive coffee disorder. I wouldn't have guessed that there was coffee in it. I don't know. You know, really? I mean, because sometimes you can get a coffee sense by just how things are roasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and I would have assumed that, I think, because the, the coffee was mild, but it was, it was yeah, it was real yummy. I was pl- very pleased with that. Yeah. Um, ironically, the next one up, though, I put an asterisk by because I liked it as much or more. <laughs> the next one was a really interesting beer, and we laughed mm-hmm. about the name. I didn't write down the full name, though, Todd. Do you have the full name? It was the Lying Dog-Faced Pony Soldier IPA. Oh, there you go. Lying, yeah. do- Lying Dog-Faced Pony Soldier IPA. There you go, right. people. Now, That's I will mouth- say, when you get an IPA, you don't usually expect it, at least most places, you don't expect it to come out like the dark side of the moon. This, yeah, was, this a, was, a again, a dark beer. Um, yes. It was a dark IPA, question mark. That's my first note. Um, not burnt. There was a slight sour finish, but certainly not a typical one. Smooth drink. I, you know, I mean, and, you know, we've gone back and forth on, you know, how we describe our feelings about IPAs. I yeah. like a good IPA. This was a good IPA. Yeah. I gave this one also a four and a half stars. I thought it was really good. Um, and had we not, end, you know, ended up tasting so many different things, uh, this probably would have been my pint. But we ended up not really getting a pint this time because we were tasting yeah. lots of different yeah. things. So, so this one, um, if you were like a person who really likes the, 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 the bitterness of an IPA or that, mm-hmm. that kind of kick of an IPA, I don't think this would work for you because it was right. just so smooth. And it, 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 it was really kind of a much mm-hmm. softer um, approach, like yeah. minimal bitterness. I mean, it's uh, a, a 69 of... IBU, but it didn't taste like that. It's, no. You know, it, yeah. You know, I mean, the others were in the you know 30s, mid-30s or mid-20s to mid-30s. This one is 69. You would expect it to be significantly more bitter. I didn't get yeah. that from it, you know. I, oh, 6.9 ABV, by the way, as well. Yeah. I got a, a much more of a citrusy flavor yeah. off of this, and, and it was a lot less hoppy than you think of. Yeah. You got the citrus from the hops instead of the bitterness from the hops, and that probably which has to amazing. do with, with how he handles them, but also which hops yeah. he chose. Um, I made the comment to myself, this is an all-day drinker. This is a beer you could sit with all day yeah. long and be super happy. Um, I yeah. thought it was a really pleasant surprise, but I did say if you're if you wanted a strong IPA kick, this ain't your beer. You're not going to get that kind of in yeah. your face. Boom! Yeah. This is IPA. And they did have other IPAs. We ended up not really tasting them, but there are others. So we'll have to. Yeah. Darn, we'll have to go back. It's such right. hard work doing this for you well, people. <laughs> you know, and, and this guy. I mean, they had such yeah. a complete menu board. They really did. My goodness! I yeah. and there were a bunch that they were out of because they'd had their anniversary. And, yeah, you know, he's so. like, oh, you should try this one. You should try it. We're out of it right now. So we yeah. do have to go back, Todd. Yeah. We have to go back. Yeah, there were several that they mentioned that, that they, you know, we should try. And I would like to, given given our experience the first time around. Yes. Um, I would absolutely like to go back and try a couple of those. There was a Chinese lager and there's yep. a Mexican lager that they were both out of. Um, and Yeah, uh, and we didn't you know, go very deep on the IPA side. You know, it's just right. some over there. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Now, one of the downsides of them having a big menu in a small brewing area and then also doing lagers the traditional way is that when they have something in stock, enjoy it because it may not be there forever because, I mean, they'll brew it again, but they don't, they do small batches. They are, are a true small batch brewer. Yeah. And so um, when you're visiting, um, you know, I mean, honestly, I think if you've not been there before and don't know, hey, that's what I want, uh, yeah. you know, get get the flight and try a couple different things because they're all excellent and, and they're, you know, totally different kinds of beers. So um, so we did the first six and yeah. those were all on the dark side of the menu, Todd. So now we switched over to yeah. more of the traditional style of beers that you and I kind of gravitate to and they're a little lighter. And so what do we have next, Todd? So uh, after the Lying Dogface Pony Soldier IPA was the Berliner Weiss. Yes. Uh, and uh, that's a 5.7 ABV and a 24 IBU. It looked like apple juice. It did. Yeah. yeah. To me, it looked like apple juice. Um, and it was interesting because it had a kind of sour front end on it that I was like, oh, so it's like, Crab apple juice. It's like sour apple juice. That's interesting. Very right. different. And and it didn't taste like apple juice. It was a beer, clearly a beer, but it just had that. Um, you know, I thought the carbonation was also very fine on this one with a very clean finish. Um, but it was weird because it was almost not beer-like for me. It was like, yeah. you know, is this a beer for juice people? Is it, you know, but I thought it was really good all the way through. And, you know, I it Again, it's not probably if I'm just just reading the style and the description, mm-hmm. not one that I would necessarily like lean towards. But boy, am I glad we had it because I thought it was really good. I gave that one a four. Wow. So I had the exact opposite reaction to this one, but a lot of the same descriptions, just a different reaction to them. Yeah. Um. I the unexpectedness of that sour mm-hmm. really turned me. I mm-hmm. was not a fan of that. Um, really. And and the the thing is is is. I tend to like sweet stuff. Like, so, you you know, the one that right. we were talking about with the peanut butter that you right. didn't like the sweetness of it. I didn't care it, that, yeah. That tends to be closer to my preferences. Uh-huh. And, and I'm not a big fan of sour. And so I think this just hits me harder because it's sour. So if you like mm-hmm. a sour, this is probably a really good beer for you. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't listed as uh, a sour. I mean, it's not described no. as a sour, but it certainly had a sour note to it. it yes. It, it has so, a sour fruitiness to it, you know. The and fruitiness, I... From the hops, or, I, I, you know, but it – go ahead. Yeah. I thought it was more like a sour juice than a beer. I, I had uh-huh. a hard time <clears> – excuse me. I had a hard time finding the beer, you know. You just have to I have mean, an open mind, Tobin. You just no, have to have no, an open I know. mind. Yeah. But, no, but, I'm teasing um, you. And I uh, felt like the sour just overwhelmed the beer for me, and so mm-hmm. wasn't my favorite. And and what's interesting is that after we'd sort of done all of our tasting and we were ch- chatting with the owner, mm-hmm. you know, he wanted our feedback, you know. And you know, these guys, you know, they work so hard, and you yeah. know, we don't we tell them we're not we're not here to to rip you guys. You know, we love mm-hmm. beer, and you know, we tell people, you know, just because I didn't like something or whatever, I mean, you're not going to like it. You know, we're just going to be honest about it. Um, and this is yeah. the only one. That I didn't have like a really yeah, positive. Yeah, which you remembered when you took because you gave him that feedback, yeah. and I wish I'd have remembered the tr- the triple stout that we didn't care for yeah. the finish on because I didn't I just I couldn't remember, and so I kind of gave him a generic answer because I couldn't think yeah. of any. I you know I didn't have my notes in front of me. I'd already put everything away, and we were just kind of enjoying the evening at that point. Yeah, um, but this was the only one that just didn't mm-hmm. quite did, just didn't sit with me. I gave yeah. it a two, right? So two and a half two mm-hmm. and a half out of five is like in the middle. So this is a little below average for me. Mm-hmm. I. I I still see this guy has got so much skill. And there's so many good things going on here. Yeah. This one, I, I'm just not a fan of the yeah. sours. It just wasn't just, a style that, style that you liked. Yeah. You know? And that's yeah. fair. And that's fair. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, I probably wouldn't get a whole lot of it, but yeah. I thought it was actually kind of a cleansing beer, you know, in terms oh, okay. of other, all the other flavors we had to have that oh. was something different. <laughs> and I kind of like that. The one, the one that came after that is yes. the one that, that I really liked. I thought yeah. they just did a fantastic job on this next one. It was their Irish Red. Mm-hmm. And 5. Right 7, in our wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. 5.7 ABV, 27 IBU, a really beautiful deep red color. I right. thought it had this nice nutty, malty smell, mm-hmm. um, real smooth, very drinkable, solid all the way through. I love the mouthfeel on this beer. Um, and as we were – uh, drinking it, I went back for several sips, and I knew I knew there was something in the flavor palette I wasn't quite mm-hmm. getting. And then you said this word we were talking about. You said peppery. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's it. And but it was so nuanced. It yeah. was so nicely done that you know sometimes yeah. the, you get that peppery 
and it, it just kind of different smell taste. It had that peppery, but it had a clean finish, yep. kind of a unique flavor in the middle taste. Yep. And I thought there was a little bit of a, of a smokiness on the finish. I just, yeah, I'm with you. That was that beer had like three different parts of each taste, you know, there yep. are because there was a beginning, a middle and an end. And you kind of got hints of different things as you as you worked it through your mouth and swallowed it. Um, yeah, that was an enjoyable so, beer. So well. well done. Four and a half stars for me. Probably could have given it a five. And and when I did go back later for a full drink, that was that was what I got. That was my yeah. my full drink. That was my yes. I yeah. want that. Yeah. And I gave it four. Um, I'm right there with you. It was it was a really good beer. Um, you know, one of several that I could have picked through that you know for yeah. something later. Um, but I decided instead of to getting that pint, to get the uh, barrel aged golden beast. Now this is a. <laughs> 13.1 ABV with an IBU of 37. They only sell it in an 8-ounce glass, and it's not included on any of the flights. Uh, yeah. And and it is literally barrel-aged. They stack the barrels. You can see them sitting there. Um, and uh, it had a sweet smell with a sweet finish and sort of a brown bread. If you've ever had, like, fresh brown yep. bread, you know, like um, uh, shepherd's bread, um, that's what it reminded me of. Um, I didn't think that it tasted like it had a 13.1 ABV. You didn't have this, like, sense of overwhelming um, alcohol in it. But, um, but yeah, it was. it's a Russian stout, barrel-aged. Um, I think it was good to come in an 8-ounce glass, A, because it's so strong, but B, because I don't know that I would want a whole lot of that. But yeah. It was, uh, it was a, a tasty beer. Um, it was the 3.5 for me, you know, and, again, at this yeah. point, I've, I've, we've gone through – you know, this is this is taste number thirteen. So, um, yeah. you know, keep that in mind as we were going to it. But it was, um, I thought it was it was uh, unique amongst the beers. I understand, you know, and and they put a lot of effort and time into you know aging beers and stuff that takes up inventory space. You know, sitting on it your does. floor. And so, so I, you uh, let me you let me taste that one. I did. And I, I would give that one probably a three three and a half as well. Um, I thought it was very tasty. I like your uh, describing it like a black, a dark bread. I thought that was, yeah, very apropos. Mm -hmm. um, I did get a little extra hit of the alcohol, I thought, mm -hmm. and and that was why I didn't maybe have a couple more sips of your beer because I felt like it. I only it had eight ounces. Little, I'm not giving you that much. <laughs> a, little, a little heavy on the alcohol for me. Yeah, but, um, but it was I, very well done. Very solid mm -hmm. beer. Um, uh, yes, um, yeah. they had now, so many they, good choices. They did surprise um, us with something, too. After we were doing that, they came and said, we have something that's not on the menu, <laughs> right? Yeah. Something that's not on the menu. We brewed it for our anniversary. And I don't know if it wasn't on the menu because they just wanted to set it aside for themselves or if uh, they were getting ready to put it back on the menu and they just had another keg that they were ready to crack open or what. I didn't get the whole story there. Maybe you did. Yeah. But why don't you well, share what was, that was? It, yeah, it was um, the, 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 one of the, the, the beer tenders who brought it over to us, just a little taster. Mm -hmm. And um, this was their take on a Guinness, and they called it a Kinnis with a K. Mm -hmm. um, and again, just a little taster on it. Um, I see how it looks like a Guinness. It had that very similar look and smell. Yeah. Um, it had kind of a sour front end that right. – didn't sit right with me. You said kind of. Uh, I put very sour start. Yeah, yeah. I'm, clean, I, I'm trying to I'm, with a clean finish. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I'm yeah. comparing it to the other one that I that I knocked down, which was yeah, really you were, sour. You were drinking well, and, and you were drinking think, a red too at that point, right? Yeah. So I don't think I don't dinner. think this one was as sour as the the other one from before. Probably but it, not. It had kind of had kind of a sour start to it. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I had a sip or two, and then I handed it off to you and said, "Hey, you know, you you can finish that." Right. Um, and uh, I had it, just finished my Golden Beast, so then I tasted yeah. this, and it to me, you know, again having something that kind of had a sweet, bready taste to it, then something that yeah. tasted sour, it maybe it tasted even more sour to me. I didn't think it tasted Guinness-like, and it seemed a little out of character yeah. for something that's being called a Guinness-like stout. This was yeah. probably my. Uh, to be honest, it was the, the the beer I liked the least of the evening. I gave it a two and a half. Okay. Um, but again, it was after I had already had, you know, some other beers that I liked a lot. And so, so by comparison, I didn't think it was, you know, that said, I haven't had a Guinness in a long time. So I'll have to taste a Guinness and see what it tastes like. 
Um, yeah. I should have done that well, before we recorded just to say, right? well, you know, maybe it is like a Guinness. No, um, it's not like a Guinness. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. It didn't, it's been a while since I've had yeah. a Guinness. Trust me. It's yeah, not I was like, going to say. It's not like not, not like how I remember Guinness anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So we actually skipped over four yeah. beers, Todd. So we have did to we? Did we? Did I miss a page? Oh, you know what? I got the whole back page, man. You're right. Holy moly. How did I skip so those? We, I, I mentioned that the red was my finishing beer as well, and you just jumped straight to your finishing beer, and we're like, no, we got four more Oh, beers. well, you know what? I went to the back of that page. I went to the back of the page and forgot that we had a whole other sheet. Yes. Yeah. The second sheet. Well, actually, we have we had two sides of two sheets, and I just went to the wrong side of the second sheet. That's my <laughs> fault. Go. So uh, let's okay. back her up, baby. Hefeweizen. So I'm a big fan of Hefs. And we've had some really good hefts recently. Yeah. Uh, you might remember our episode at uh, Wix, where we had the uh, hefopotamus, and uh, you know I kind of raved about that one and thought it was really good. These guys did a really great hef too. Uh, 5.4 ABV, uh, 23 IBU, kind of a cloudy, slightly mm-hmm. orange color. Yeah. Um, I thought this one smelled like a loaf of bread, and 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 he's done this. You know, you were just talking about the one you just had, the dark beer that that had right. the dark bread. This one has that that wonderful bready smell, and then I, I I taste it, and there's so many nice little notes in here. I I, I got a scent of or, or just a, a taste of what I thought was honey, kind of mid taste. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a really interesting sort of spiciness, and and I thought maybe that the the honey might be like an orange honey, right? Yeah, because um, yeah, I I thought there was an orangeness to it, and you, and yeah. you say, well, maybe it's orange honey. Yeah, there's a you know, and we could debate the 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 different flavor notes on that. You know, till this was till the cows solid, got home. Solid yeah. beer. I gave it a four. Uh, really enjoyed yeah. it. This could have very easily been my beer for the evening as well as that yeah. red that I chose. Really enjoyed it. Good beer. Yeah. Well, and it, and I, um, you know, also I gave it a, a four as well. And I had put an asterisk next to this one as one to come back to as possibly my beer for the night. Yep. Um, uh, and I'm not a, a Hef fan like you are. Um, yeah. It's not something that I ne- necessarily go to a lot, um, but by golly, when you taste a good one, you know you're like, so, ah, ah, that's that's because you're right. Then it's like a bread loaf. Liquid I'm, I'm bread. a middle school. I'm a middle school history teacher, and so I was like a little middle school girl on this, and I was drawing little hearts around the the, the hef. Like, oh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you've been influenced. I have. It was funny. Yeah. So, so the next the, one though, Todd. The, the Madison. This is this is a beer that you love, and every year we get to this time of year, and you get all excited because of these types of beers. So tell right. us about the Mertzen. The Mertzen, uh, ABV five point eight, IBU of twenty four. Uh, this was a smooth, drinkable beer. It had a very um, uh, familiar finish for those who know the beer style. Um, uh, that that comes from the hops. I believe this is the one that was with the Saz hops. Um, yep. Just kind of give it a very unique taste. It was amber, not as dark as many of the Meritsons that we've had. Um, a lot, a lot of them tend to be uh, darker beers this time of year. Uh, again, he said he's brewing things in the traditional way. It was a clear beer and sort of a medium amber color. Um, you know, no cloudiness to it. And I thought it was delicious for me. This was uh, another home run. It was a four, four, actually four point five is what I put down. Nice. So, um, yeah. So I, I've described this one as a clear brown beer, light brown like iced tea. I said it had a really nice head on it, um, a very easy drinker, kind of light malty notes, a very comfortable beer. You know, this is this is a beer you could sit down with and just really enjoy and, and have a couple of these and be really, really happy. Uh, I gave it a three and a half. Um, I, you know, maybe it's a four as well. I don't you know. It's kind of yeah. in that range. I just it was a yeah. very comfortable, good, good representation of this style of beer. Very yeah. tasty. Well, when he mentioned the Meritzen, I said, yeah, a lot of people use that as their fest beer, their Oktoberfest beer, you know, or their, yes. their autumn. And they had a fest beer as well. Now, the Meritzen, the fest beer, and their Hellas are all on their seasonal beers. So, um, you know, those are things that won't necessarily be around all the time. But he said they've been really popular so that we might actually get to see them a little bit yeah. more. So um, the next one up was the fest beer. Now, this was a 5.8 ABV with a 23 IBU. Yep. It was um, a clear beer, but uh, 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 again, sort of a, a mid-yellowish brown beer, not a dark, dark beer. Um, it was mild with a spicy finish that I thought was great. 
Um, I felt that it was lighter than many Fest beers, both in taste and in color. Um, uh, to me, tr a, a traditional, it was real interesting on the nose. Uh, I thought it smelled delicious. I was stunned. This was a five for me. I put two asterisks next to it. This Ooh. was this was my. You know, I kept I okay. kept saying, "Well, this one's now my favorite of the night. This one's now my. This one was my favorite of the night, hands down." Yeah. This this one um, was a really uh, kind of a sweet surprise. Um, you know, when I when I hear Fest beer, I, I'm not thinking it's going to look like the beer that I'm looking at. This this looked yeah. like it was like a uh, maybe like a Bud Light or something. I mean, it had a kind of a it didn't look like anything special in the glass. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of a basic kind of looking beer, but then you smell it and it's got this really nice smell. Yeah. Um, it's it's um, got this wonderful flavor. It's delicious, malty. And then you keep saying, um, uh, uh, what's the word you keep using? Um, I don't know. The spices. You keep talking about the spices. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I had keep, a I just with said. you. Yeah, well, but I huh. I debated with you about this when we were talking about it. Right. I thought that there was some sort of wood flavor to it, like like it mm -hmm. was barrel aged. You know, how sometimes the wood will kind of yeah. get into yeah. You the, the mentioned flavor. an oakiness to it, an oakiness, and I really like this beer too. And it was just something really interesting and unique about it. And and then the other part of it was that it felt more like a light beer, but it had all this flavor, right? Right. And so the mouth feel versus the flavor. I mean. This was a really strong beer. Um, I gave it a four and a half. Um, mm -hmm. Very, very pleased with it. Um, yeah, I thought the, I thought this was very surprising and and just a delightful beer. Yeah, it was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It, it was it was good. Um, and and like you said, it was it was a a surprise on a lot of fronts, right? Because it didn't have yep. the look of, of what you would what what we traditionally expect as fest beers here. Um, he pointed out that's more of a traditional German beer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the subtle notes of of um, you know woodsy spiciness, however you want to describe it, um, were just uh, surprising and pleasant and just thoroughly enjoyable. Okay, so having done all of that, there was another beer. <laughs> there is one more beer. Yeah, yeah. After we skipped these last four, then yeah. we remembered the Hellas. And uh, it was ABV of 5.6, uh, IBU of 25. So, you know, similar in terms of uh, alcohol and bitterness to yeah. um, all four of these last four beers. Um, this was a very clean beer. I think it was the lightest beer of the day. Uh, but it had kind of a little bit of a haziness to it, but the color was very pale. Um, you know, uh, for me, it was a very drinkable beer. But having just had the Fest beer, this seemed more of a one note punch compared to the other one, you know, yeah. in that, in that the other, the, the, the fest beer seemed to have so many layers of, of taste and flavor. And again, that might be just the order thing speaking here. Um, but once I had had that fest beer, I think I was like, okay, that's, that's the one. Um, yeah. So that was so my take on it. The, it was good. I, I, yeah. yeah, go ahead. The hell is for me. I, I gave it a three. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, I tell you what the issue for me with was this one, and and a three is a good a good score for me. But mm -hmm. the the issue was, I think there was some sort of floral night floral notes in this beer, mm -hmm. and I'm not a big fan of the floral. And 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 while I think that they were very subtle and well handled, it, it just created sort of a little bit of an unusual flavor for me, that just wasn't my favorite, you know. And so um, I thought it was a solid beer. I gave it a three, but. I'm not, I'm, I, I, there was just something about the unusualness of it. And so it works. I think it's a good beer. I think they've, they've, it's integrated and it's, it yeah. hits all the things you want a good beer to do, but there's just something a little off on that flavor for me that, and again, I, I'm saying floral. I don't know for sure what, what that is, but it was just something yeah. a little off. Well, craftbeer.com describes yeah. the German style Hellas as a malt accented lager beer that balances a pleasant malt sweetness and body with a floral note of noble hops. There you go. There you go. And, and that floral note just didn't sit right with me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah. and I think also having come right, like you said, right after that delicious fest beer, yeah. you know, it's hard not to right. rate them down a little bit. I, I, I gave it a three and a half because I, because I, I was, you know, giving it the benefit of it wasn't a bad beer. I was pleased with it, but I, I, I ironically wanted more of the fest beer. So yeah. well, it's like this, Todd. You've just met Heidi Klum. That's your your fest beer, and and then a, a, a you know an average to beautiful woman walks up. You, you oh you can recognize she's average to beautiful. You just met Heidi Klum. 
You're going back for the fest beer, Todd. <laughs> you want clue? I'm not even going to comment on that whole uh, characterization. <laughs> Just going to let that one sit out there. Clue. So, clue. Yeah. So um, she's, she's German, right? We could do this. She is German beers. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. <laughs> we had a wonderful experience, yeah. and again, the staff treated us yeah. really well. Super we nice people, chance. nice family. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it was it was a good experience all the way around. We, now uh, we did, and I and I, I don't have see if I have it here in front of me. The name of the uh, food vendor. It was um, it was. Uh, like fried rice and noodles and you could get salmon or shrimp or um uh was it salmon shrimp or something else with it chicken chicken that's right and you got shrimp i got salmon um and you know it was it was a good meal with something filling with there uh you know not to to knock anybody i thought that their um flavor wise there wasn't anything super exceptional about it it was um but it was it was a good meal i was hungry that night and it went well you know when you're tasting that many beers it's probably a good thing to not have an empty stomach so uh yeah um, so while you're thinking, finding their name, Todd, a couple things to say to our listeners. This place is dog friendly. Lots of dogs were there. Oh, yeah. And, and kid friendly, too. The owner's kids were there. Other people came in with kids. They had games and things for the kids mm-hmm. to play. Um, so it's family friendly, dog friendly. Um, we also met their social media manager. She happened to be in that evening. And a uh, really lovely lady. And her and her husband own a um, beautiful chocolate lab. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's not where you were going, but no, uh, they, they I'm a dog have... person. Animals love me. I can't walk <laughs> through a, a, a place with animals that, that that either they or I get drawn to each other. What can I say? Todd was rolling around on the floor with dogs all over. Yeah. People. It, was, it was crazy. Yeah. No, but they, her and her husband own a um, a hops vi- a vi- vineyard hops. Yeah, they grow hops. It, yeah, is that called a vineyard though? I don't know. It's a hops I don't know. farm, and um, I've sort of invited us. Hey, allow me to invite myself to see your 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 plants sometime. So in the springtime, when the next crop comes in, she said, "Hey, she'll have us come out, and um, I'd love to do an episode that talks specifically about hops, you know, and and that process yeah. and give well, our the difference between sort of... them. You know, we've we've talked a little yeah. bit about different beers at different places, um, and uh, apparently they're orchards, orchards, hops, hops they, orchards, a hops orchard. Anyway, yeah, lovely people. Her and her husband were there, and she was more than gracious to say, sure, she would invite us out You know, when they've got a new crop in. And I, I just want to let our listeners know that that's something we're thinking about because yeah. um, you know, we always want to expand on our own knowledge. And why not? It would be fun. you know, Find out more about where does all this stuff come from and how does it all work? You know, What's it do? Yeah. What is a hop, Todd? What is a hop? It's interesting, you know, looking here. It looks like just quickly checking on, on the name of, of you know, what a, a – a, Gaggle o hops are called when they're being grown, and it, in almost every place here grows apples as well. So apples and hops apparently mm. are uh, go hand in hand. And hops, you know, they're grown; they're basically grown in rows, and you 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 uh, uh, string them up in a trellis, right? So they grow yeah. up and up uh, off trellises. I wonder how they're um, uh, uh, when they harvest. You know, it's, uh, you don't drive a harvester down that thing. So are they all yeah. hand harvested? That must be awful labor intensive. People right? suffering for our beer, man. Suffering for for the art. Yeah, good Appreciate stuff. It. Appreciate it. So, wow. um, yeah. So anyway, that'll be fun. We've got that that planned. Um, you know, we've also got uh, uh you know, we've done we 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 have a a show that just talks about different kinds of loggers that uh, is sitting in there in the can, and we'll get that out to you guys uh, at some point as well. Um, and we're looking to do one on ales. Uh, trying to give you a little idea about the, you know, what goes into the beers, and even if you're not ever thinking about becoming a home brewer, or uh, you know, a brewer of any kind, it's nice to know a little bit more about what you're tasting and what affects the flavor of what you're tasting. And so we're going to try to, uh, you know, share that education as we gather more information and put it together into shows and share it with listeners. So uh, and and our keep listeners, our, in. our listeners really matter to us. We have a, a Facebook group too for brew. Uh, on Facebook and uh, also our two for brew.com, you know, and, yeah. and give us comments, give us feedback, push the like button, you know. We're thinking about know. doing three for Brie. We're going to invite somebody else. We're going to eat cheese. No. 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 We're done. <laughs> no. <laughs> no cheese. Yeah. So Just two beer. For, two for brew and three for Brie and four for more. I like that one. There you um, go. 
but uh yeah anyhow um yeah please please reach out on on uh on social media if you especially if you've got ideas of places where you think we should go and and try you know we've been to several so, different um uh, uh breweries on the suggestion of listeners and at the stout house todd at, at the stout house they told us the next place we should go is the gray wolf lodge yeah that yeah. was I mean, i'm just telling you that with several people oh have you been to gray wolf gotta go there yep you know yep. so, so people are people are telling us where 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 do we go yeah, and and we love that. We love that. So uh, yeah, please give us that feedback because, you know, we're doing this hard work for you, listeners. So if you've got a place you'd like us to check out, you know, I think you should make suggestions for places in Hawaii because I need a trip to Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> not going to happen right away. But well, and if someone uh, suggests it, Todd, then we have to go, and we'll just tell our wife. So sorry, you know, yeah, that's work. It's, it's deductible. Got to do it. Got to do it. <laughs> sorry, we gotta go. Yeah, I think they would want to tag along on that one. Probably, huh? I, I, I would, I would, you know, honestly, I would want them to tag along on that one. But. I would too. Well, you got to have a designated driver. I mean, you're, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, um, just a reminder that uh, we have other shows available on the Shack Outback Network. We have Two Minute Tech, which is two minute tech tips on how to use your technology better, and Generation Tech, where we discuss in depth the tech news of the day from the perspective of two different generations of tech heads and so we appreciate your supporting that and soon to come new movie review we're going to do movie reviews and so uh, and you never know I, I, i'm going to be doing most of them but we might have some special guests joining us because uh, I, I like movies i might come in yeah, and join you on that one yeah there you and, go and That'll todd you normally give the disclaimer i'm going to read it this time the pot okay. this podcast discusses adult beverages in detail it's intended for those of legal drinking age Please make sure you drink responsibly, and if you think you have a drinking problem, go to aa.org for more information. Got to make sure we good. Got to make sure we get that in there, particularly on an episode where we had so many beers, and yeah. you know we want our listeners to know that we stayed for quite some time. We had a meal, and again, when we were drinking the tasters, we just had little sips. Um, yep. This was, uh, you know, we're trying to be very responsible when Absolutely. we're doing this. This is this is work for us. We're not out there. You know, pounding beers to yeah. yeah. This is not a party. Where I mean, we have a good time, but but it's it's not a party. We take yeah. it seriously, and we try to give you honest opinions about what we what we're tasting and how we felt about it. And again, you know, if you like the kind of beer that we're saying we didn't enjoy that much, then by all means, go give it a try. You can download on each of our podcasts from the website. There's a link to download our scoring form, the two for yep. brew crew score sheet and so you can take that along with you and you can score it and uh and compare notes and see how you think feel about things compared to us and what that'll do is also give you a nice gauge it'll help you calibrate you know so when i say i like it and tobin says he hates it then you'll know i was right <laughs> yeah. yeah we're gonna have to create a special um a special little uh tool where people can say if they're more of a todd or if they're more of yeah. a tobin yeah <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see how that all plays out, but uh, right. we appreciate you listening. Uh, tell your friends and help us build this into uh, something something special. We appreciate uh, all of your support. Give us, uh, thank you, thank give us you, some thank positive reviews, and we'll be back next time. Thanks for joining us for Two for Brew. Here with you, that makes it too for proof.